I thought today was Wednesday for like the entire day. Come to find out today's Thursday. Yes, it is Thursday. <laughs> I didn't realize until I was talking to one of my friends. I was like, oh, happy Wednesday. How you doing? Are you feeling better today? And the shit. And then she was like, actually, my Wednesday is so good that it's actually Thursday. And I was like, what? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. My days fly, man. My days go by too quick. Like, I don't feel like time goes by slow. I feel like time goes by too fast to the point you lose track of everything. Hmm. I it feel like that's on the weekends for me. Or during the week, it feel like it's just a long ass fucking day. Are you at the station, or you you had to head to the station later today? Yeah. What, t- um, what time? Well, I got to be there by six today, so that's why you know this, I can't be on the phone for three hours. Oh nah. it's cool. We don't got Vlad on, so we're not we're not gonna end up talking about eating ass today. So. Oh God! <laughs> he said, "Thank God." Oh, God. <laughs> no. I'm gonna put this right here because I don't want to hold my phone. I don't want to hold my phone. Oh no, I I, have, I got my phone on the stand, so I feel you on that. Yo, man, I seen your your curl uh, tutorial, your preview, the secrets, the gems of how you get your curl game crazy. I am inspired. I'm going to buy these products that you use. Yeah, man, they cool. I like them. That, um, the leave-in, that's just dope. You don't even need to use another conditioner. It's so thick. So, Bruh, it has your shit looking like. Uh, it should be dripping. It should be perfectly like in line. The coils is perfect. I'm like, yo, man, mm-hmm. what I gotta do? Hell yeah, cause my hair it it could it could look dull from time to time, but I like it. It make it make my hair shiny, like you know, it's doing something. Well, I mean, the week's almost over, and we're almost close to Sunday again. So we get to see Last Dance episode five and six. Are you excited? I'm definitely excited. I've been really enjoying uh, The Last Dance, which, you know, being a late 80s baby, mm. I kind of I remember more of the second run of The Bulls. Right, right, right. You know, the first three-peat was, you know, I, I, I witnessed it, but I didn't really comprehend as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, And plus, obviously, I didn't see when Jordan was in college. And, uh, you know, his rookie year and all that other stuff. When he was but, in uh, college and he had those, like, post-game interviews, he couldn't even formulate a sentence back in the day. He was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I was open in the corner and they passed me the basketball. He was a country boy. <laughs> they passed me the basketball and I, I seen the hit the shot and they never, seen, they never saw the shot coming. I forgot he was a country boy. I forgot all about it because you can't hear it no more. You can't hear it really his country right you know what i'm saying but uh yeah man i've been really enjoying the last dance i've been really enjoying the documentary and kind of getting to know behind the scenes because you know this is when the when michael jordan scotty pippen rodman phil and all them was in their glory 
Like we didn't have social media. Dennis Rodman said if he had if he had Instagram during his era, he would have been a billionaire. Bruh, I I swear on God, if Rodman had an IG page back in the day, man, it would have been over. It would have been a wrap. It would have been over. Number one, I'm pretty sure Phil or somebody would have been like, "Look, we're gonna have to take this shit off during the season. You're gonna have limited access." <laughs> But um, but no, so like just just to kind of see like more of behind the scenes and like just listen to the stories about how like Robin was in Vegas for forty eight hours and Jordan had to go get him like like that shit that you like that shit you don't know unless they tell you right you know what I'm saying and like Michael Jordan he's just such a like brand and genius you know what I'm saying like he gonna protect the brand at all costs. But I mean, shit. You know, everybody old and just you know chilling. And you, you know, you know what's crazy. Life. You know what's crazy though is like if you all of that sounds so amazing like afterwards, but in the moment, right? Like imagine like at the radio station, somebody's just like, "Hey, I gotta go to Vegas for the next forty eight hours. I can't, I can't be here. I gotta go." You're like, "What the fuck? Get your ass in the station. Do your job. What you mean? I don't care. You gotta go to Vegas." So like for somebody to leave in the middle of the season, that shows how like. Phil Jackson was like really like in tune with his guys, and he was like, "You know what, man? It's the last season. Uh, I know all of you already. I'm gonna let you guys do whatever the fuck you guys want, really." But and- just like Shaq has always said about Phil, like Phil was cool under pressure, like like he never sweat, and he was the reason why he's such a great coach is because he knows how to coach personalities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody be forgetting that these are human beings; they're all not the same they all come from different backgrounds different cultures and some of them like ramen are a little bit more chaotic you know you know what i'm saying just like they was talking about how when he played with the spurs for a moment and david robinson tried to convert him to christ and tried to kind of get him more yeah, structure I mean, they, they, david robinson is such like a sweetheart shit. i ain't trying to hit that shit i'm trying to hit this line of blow fuck these hoes <laughs> and enjoy my best life Robinson's such a sweetheart. He probably had no idea what to do with this. He's like, well, what am I supposed to like do with this kind of guy on my team? Like, I don't get it. Right. And- you know, you have people who need structure, like a David Robinson, you know, because he come from a structured background. While, you know, because, you know, before this documentary, they had a 30 for 30 about Dennis Rodman, which explained a lot Facts. about why he is who he is today. Facts. But, you know, like I said, you don't know. You know, and, and a lot of times people would just be... And you know what? I like the documentary. I'm going to keep it a book. I like the documentary because it's telling these little niggas, okay, that first of all, Michael Jordan did not play against no bums and truck drivers. I don't know where these young niggas got that fucking theory from that Michael Jordan competition was on some bum shape and he just had easy rides to the finals and that he made two, three-peat championship runs look so motherfucking easy oh, oh no sir oh, oh, oh. oh no sir oh no sir and now okay. we, we activated we activated you people to and i think it's also putting some respect on De- um dennis Rodman. uh uh obviously scotty pippen you know he probably the greatest or one of the greatest second men or number two mm-hmm. option of mm-hmm. all nba history mm-hmm. okay and also putting a little bit more respect on Phil Jackson's name because we ain't gonna we ain't gonna lie after the New York Knicks debacle, you know a lot of people ain't feeling Phil right now. <laughs> so he needs some good press. <laughs> he needs some, especially from you New Yorkers. He needs some good press. 
I'm not. A, I'm not a Knicks fan, but the city is not a fan of, of Phil Jackson anymore. So I, I hear that all the way. Uh, my favorite part so far too is kind of like seeing all the real, like the nuances of like the little moments when they're in the game, when they're like at practice and they're talking to each other. Like there's a moment where like Jordan and Robin on the bench. And he's like, yo, if this happens, you got to screen for me. You got to do this. You got to cut. And it's like you get to see a little display of their basketball geniuses while at the same time they're dealing with, like, the media and and, and their own personal demons and their battles that they're having with each other. And I was just like, yo, this is so crazy that they had these camera guys following them around and capture all of this. I can only imagine what this exact same season would be like in our generation. Like, Twitter would be going crazy every single day. Bruh, bruh, if Michael Jordan played in this era with these rules, he'll be averaging 60 points a game, hands down. He'll oh. average 60 a game. For, for, forget the skill. We, we we know he'll cook. We know he'll cook. But I, I, but now I, I, wonder, I wonder would, would there be more, like, the, the extra scrutiny that's online and that you have to deal with, like, 10 times more, will it affect the team? Would it? I don't know. That's a, that's you know what? And also, I'm getting tired of hearing ESPN Uh-oh. because I know they be bored. They ain't got shit to talk about. But they, they always want to compare the, uh, you know, three of Jordan, Pippen, and Ryman to, like, the three of Miami, like, with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh, right. Golden State, with Curry, uh, Clay. Well, they they they, they have they they, they just they just got to they just got to make content, Cece. That's they just got to make content. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jordan Pippen Rock. First of all, nobody's getting rebounds because of Rock. Okay, he's gonna rebound you and he's gonna break your will. He's gonna break you mentally. He's going to, like they say, he's gonna be grabbing your balls. He's gonna be talking mad crazy shit in your ear. Right. Okay. About how he fucked your baby mama last night. Like he's gonna say some crazy wild shit and get you mad. And let and get you teched out the game, okay? You not gonna stop Pippen. He going to shut you down. And nobody stopping Michael. Like shut up. Damn, shut up. I feel like, but you know what though? I feel like the the comparisons make us underappreciate the generation we have in front of us too. Like these, these, because you know as well as I do. I've seen, I've seen you on social media having to defend yourself. Once you make your opinion, there's a bunch of people that disagree with you. They attack you. I guess to the point where you, you just find yourself like downplaying or or discrediting other like players or like other legacies and other careers. And at the end, I'm just like, you know what? Like I'm tired of the comparisons because like I'm still I'm witnessing greatness right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm witnessing greatness right now. So I'm just gonna enjoy while the ride is here because. You know, when we get a little older, 15, 20 years, and we're watching a LeBron, Steph Curry documentary, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And we're going to love I it. Mean, and we're, we're going to love it. This. My, my thing is this. Like, there's there's always greats in every generation and every era. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's, and like, I feel like with this, like, every every generation want to feel like they were the best. Of course. And whatever it was, whether it's hip-hop, sports, Whatever it is. Our families. Okay. Because my daddy would tell my daddy would tell all you niggas, y'all some bitches. Y'all could never walk in his shoes back in the day. Like anybody wants to go back to the nineteen forties and fifties. But still, my daddy would, t- would tell all y'all, y'all some bitches. Y'all ain't no y'all some soft ass men these days. But that's a different story. Mm. So with that being said, my thing is this, like you can love LeBron. You can love LeBron. Cause for 
everybody know Kobe being Brian, I still got a crack in my heart because of him. Okay, that was like I witnessed Kobe when he got drafted from high school all the way to his last game, home game, when he scored, what was it, 60, 61 points? So I was there for the ride. Okay, for real, for real. Unlike Jordan, like I said, I didn't really comprehend a lot of it until towards the end of his career. And then when he went to the Wizards, when he came back again. But y'all ain't got to disrespect a man. Like, I feel like y'all turned Jordan into this character because of the crime memes and all these memes and shit. You know what I'm saying? And y'all don't disrespect the God tier of basketball. I'm not gonna disrespect that man no more, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. We're not doing this no more. Like, cause like I said, your faith can never. Black Jesus. Your faith can never. Black Jesus, man. No, no. Like, uh, my thing is this: like Jalen Rose said, he has never, and he's still around the NBA to this day. He has never seen an NBA superstar walk into a locker room full of other NBA superstars and everybody turns into a groupie because that man walked in like Jordan. Jordan will walk into a locker room during an all-star game and them niggas will surround him. Okay? You had a whole league wearing his shoes while they were trying to beat him. It's funny you it's funny you mentioned like the locker room because the Your face the, can never the 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 preview of uh, episode five shows like the all star locker room and like Kobe when he was an all star and like when he was a fir- like, his first time being an all star and it showed everybody in there like just like speaking and like Jordan's like, Oh, this might be my last year and Magic Johnson comes in. So like yeah, he definitely has that aura when he walks into the room that everybody like just pays that respect. I feel like Kobe had that too towards his like towards his last couple years and even when like he was retired he would come into like arenas to watch games. All the players would just like salivate at the fact they get a chance to like just shake Kobe's hand and be around him. Yeah. So I mean that's respect and that's true too. But like I say, everybody wasn't rocking no Kobe's either. So my thing is the impact yeah, how, what was how, the impact of the games when you was around. How upset like, how, ups, how upset like, is Converse? We're not gonna act like George did not make the game go global. Yeah, how upset is Converse that they curve Michael Jordan? Fuck them. <laughs> Just because of that, fuck y'all. Even though I'm gonna probably wear my chucks today, still fuck y'all. Don't ever disrespect Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And I'm saying, well, I mean, to be fair, he was a, he was a rookie at the time. They didn't know he was gonna be this. He, they didn't know. Look. We didn't know. Hey, y'all look stupid. It looked. It, it didn't age well. I'll tell you that much. Look, look, Nike man. I, I don't know who runs this company, but I swear every generation they know how to grab the right person. To make them the face of their brand, just like with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? LeBron now is when you think about Nikes, yeah, you still think about Air Jordans and Jumpman, but LeBron, he's another one. Like when you think of Nikes and you think of basketball, you think of LeBron. Like they, they just the fucking masters of that shit. Well, well, I mean, 1984, Nike wasn't Nike yet. And Converse had Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Isaiah Thomas. So it was such a big thing. But, like, Nike really went towards the, air quote, urban route, right? And, you know, we know we all know what they mean when they say urban. Mm-hmm. Niggas. Mm-hmm. So they went, they went the urban route. And then they had, like, you know, people like Spike Lee and all these people kind of collaborating with Mike at the time. And it just it blew up the stardom of everything. And everybody's like, oh, wait, I, I want sneakers. I-, I don't want these Converse weapons no more. 
First of all, I will say this. You know, Converse, they were the first sneakers. Because my daddy would even say, when he played basketball, those were the only sneakers yeah, you the, could the, wear. The, the Converse weapons. I think I have a, pair, were, I have yeah. a pair of months closet when we Those speak. were it. You know, and you know, with Dr. J, mm-hmm. you know, he motherfucking really was the first black, first basketball player to really go airborne and dunk and make dunking what it is today. Like, you got to, you know, we we love Mike. But Mike even says he wanted to be like Dr. J. Right. Okay. So we're going to give him his flowers too. However, like I said, mm. I don't I don't know how them motherfuckers played in Chuck Taylor's back in the day. I'll give them that. I don't know yeah. how they did that and did not have broken toes and fractures and sprains every other game. I don't understand how they do that shit. But uh, yeah, ain't nobody, man, fuck, fuck, fuck Converse. Fuck them. Fuck them because I guess I bet you I I say this ain't nobody gonna try to rock no covers on no NBA court. What? Hell no. Shoot. It's, it's a different time. It's, 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 a, it's a different time. It's a different time. Where's my Nike deal? Where's <laughs> my Air Jordan? Yo, Jordan, let me let me rock them. Let me rock them. Let me get my little off brand, you know, side brand. You know, mm-hmm. cop the CCs. You know what I'm saying? If I was good in basketball. <laughs> and I love some of the new guys now, like Zion and Luca. They they're under the Jordan brand, so they're gonna have yes. their, they're gonna have they're gonna have their Jordan shoes coming out soon too. Yes, and I really hope Zion can you know because I know a lot of people have been talking about this too with the Last Dance out. You know, with LeBron, you know he's getting closer to the end. You know, he's gonna eventually have to hang it up. Shit, is he? He's. It don't look like it though. It's crazy. Nigga, uh, father time's undefeated. Father time's undefeated, but he's undefeated. Everybody think they can, they immortal until he reminds your ass when you motherfucking pull that hip. Oh no, bitch, (laughs) you get old. For LeBron, for LeBron to be thirty-five doing what he's doing now in his what seventeenth year, that's unheard of, though. He's definitely in great. He's definitely in great shape if he can stay healthy. Like you could be in great shape and still get hurt. And still get injured. Absolutely. You know, that's you know, that's just part of it. You know, your body gonna deteriorate deteriorate. But what, what, were, what were you saying about Zion? You said you were you were But my thing with Zion is I hope he can be that next big superstar because after LeBron leaves, you know We're gonna I mean, feel yo, we're gonna feel it. We're gonna we feel it. We still got K D. We still got, you know, Curry and Wilson, you know, Russell. We still have we, we still got names, but when he leaves, the league is gonna feel it. Mm-hmm. His name is gonna linger for like years and years and years. But I, I hope Zion can kind of like he just lose his weight, get his body under control. He's yeah, he gotta lose some weight. He's too goddamn fucking big. So he's nineteen. Too, so he too damn big. He busting out of his shoes. Not even Shaq bust out his shoes. Come on, <laughs> what the hell? What kind of sh- what the hell? <laughs> And Shaq was a big one, and he ain't never bust out no shoes. Hey, did you get a chance to see that there's a couple more documentaries coming out in the future, too? Like, Kobe had uh, his, la- his last two years recorded. Magic Johnson Bruh. had his couple last years recorded. First of all, because I, I, tomorrow is Gigi's birthday, which, you know, we're recording this on a Thursday, and tomorrow's her birthday. So, to, ooh, Lord, oh, my God, ooh. 
I don't know that that Kobe doc is is it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit different than this uh, Michael That's one. That's a fact. That's a fact. But um, you know, Magic Johnson, you know, being a Michigan State alumni, <laughs> class of twenty ten. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, and seeing his glorious statue on the premises, okay, on a daily, talk, you know, that, I'm 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 there for Magic, and he's from Lansing, Michigan, so he want he from my state, okay. We produce greatness too, mm. so. I'm excited to know that there's going to be a Magic Johnson documentary. And like this one, like about Mike, I don't want to hear about the stories I already know. I want to hear about some shit I don't know. Okay. Yes, I know the nigga caught HIV. Okay. Yes, we know the motherfucker got the cure. Okay. Because this motherfucker's still kicking. He's still doing great. I don't care about nothing. I want to hear about stuff that I don't know. I want to hear about that one season where he tried to come back in 1996, like midway through the season. And it was just like, he kind of like disrupted the entire locker room. And everybody was kind of like, oh, well, I'm kind of upset because like we had a star player that we're trying to develop. And Magic Johnson just came back and you're 36 years old now. So like you're past your prime. You're not in basketball shape. And the media just gravitates towards you. Like, what are we doing? I feel like that's going to be a lot of little stories in that in that year. It never gets talked about. I mean, it's just it with magic kind of the same way with Jordan. It's like, you know, a lot of them guys have a hard time accepting that, that, you know, okay, it, it's time to hang it up because that's what they love to do. That's what they've done 365 mm-hmm. for years. You know what I'm saying? That's they love, you know, and. You know, it's not like a job where, you know, if you love your job, you can work it to <laughs> a long time. You know, when you're an athlete, yeah, you're going to have to eventually walk away. You can't be playing. You can't play forever. You know, and I think Jordan, you know, he had a hard time with that, too. It's like I know a lot of people say, man, I wish he didn't go and he didn't come back and that run with the Wizards. But... <sighs> He wasn't ready. It, it, he felt it, like he still had it. it. I mean, yeah, it must have been tough, though, for the new guys that, like, like Rip Hamilton and all these other guys trying to come up. They're, like, rookies and sophomores, and Jordan's, like, 40-plus, where it's like, yo, we're not really going to contend for a title, and you're taking all of our shots in development. So, like, you have to you have to play the OG role now. You can't play the star role no more, you know? that You're over the hill. And these guys are just too big of stars to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. I just wish Michael Jordan's greatness on the court would have translated with him in the office. Now he like with the uh, what team he the what Charlotte team he, Sh- Charlotte yeah it's like God damn Mike like Yo, when me, are you Cece can I ask you a question you remember you remember the first episode where uh, where Michael got injured and he was working out behind the team's back and like he yeah. came he came back to like after practice and they saw like his leg was like. One leg was way stronger than the other, like, had more muscles. So they're like, wait, you were working out? What the fuck? We can't play you. We can't risk having you injured. We're only going to play you 14 minutes a game. Do you think Michael Jack, uh, Mike, uh, Michael Jordan, as a GM or as an owner now, would do that, like, to one of his upcoming, like, players? It's like, yo, we have to protect you. Or, or would he let him play? That's an, interesting, that's an interesting thing to think about. That's a good question. That's a good question because... Just because he can do it don't mean that everybody else could have done it, too. Right. And pull it off. You know, Michael is, you know, he, he is, he's superior. He's like, different. He, he's different. He, he was, yeah, he made different. 
So I don't know. I think it. I think it depend on who. Like if it was Kobe, I think he would tell Kobe yeah. If it was LeBron, <laughs> yeah, I think he would tell LeBron like, man, you good. Work that shit out and come back, and we'll we'll see what happens. But not everybody's gonna get that. Mm. I wouldn't say everybody. No, I think he do it case by case. Yeah, his uh, results as an owner hasn't translated as much. And uh, we're going to see a lot more interesting stuff. I'm waiting for the Bad Jordan stuff because I remember when the documentary was, like, previewing and it was supposed to come out, he kept saying everybody's going to hate him after the documentary. And I think we're going to slowly get to the part where he, like, gets to like into, like, the politics where, uh, you remember the famous quote, Republicans buy sneakers too. And, you know, everybody was kind of upset that he never rallied behind black politicians or black, like, activists like people like Muhammad Ali or like or like uh, uh uh fucking um Bill Russell and everybody else so it's like uh-huh. where Jordan you're our biggest star like be pro black right now we need you to be pro black and he's like look I don't know about politics I don't know I'm not going to do that My thing is this not everybody not everybody is an activist not not everybody should lead every cause maybe he just is like yo like Maybe, like, I would say if you can't lead the cause, at least support the cause. Yeah. That de- was, that's my thing with Jordan. It's like, I'm not expecting you to march up and down these streets and protest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, what Jay-Z and Beyonce do behind closed doors that a lot of people don't talk about is they be bailing out a lot of these protesters. Like, a lot of them protesters in Ferguson that got locked up. Yeah. It was Jay-Z and Beyonce making their bail money. You know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. It's, yeah, Jay-Z and Beyonce ain't going to be out there walking up on tanks saying, fuck the police. But behind the scenes, they can still support the cause. I think that's why, um, like, our athletes now, you have to, like, really appreciate the fact that they 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 risk their brand all the time. You see people like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo, Chris Paul, <laughs> Steph Curry. You could go on and on. Like they'll have like Trayvon Martin shirts on the court. They'll have like, anytime there's like a police brutality, something happens, they'll have like a rest in peace like shirt for the person that like that passed away that was a victim or they'll go they'll be really outspoken about situations. And and I guess 20 years ago, it was really risky to do those things because we didn't know how people would look at you. But now that they're was, like... Man, now- that wasn't allowed. Michael got fined for wearing um, his Jordans. He couldn't even wear his own sneakers in peace at one time. Mm. So could you imagine him walking on the court with a RIP or free OJ shirt? Or some bullshit? Like, are you serious? And the till shirt. You know, I'm trying to think what, you know, or a Rodney King shirt on or like... That would have been mayhem. Hell no, he couldn't do that shit, man. But imagine if he, but imagine if he, he did because it's a few people that would like Muhammad. That's why we love Muhammad Ali so much. He had no problem Mm -hmm. speaking up ever. So, Mm -hmm. but you know what? And he even had to sit his ass in the cell because he, he, he stood firm on a lot of shit. But when he said, "I'm not going to know Vietnam." They said, okay, sir, well, we're going to lock your little ass up. And they sure did. But guess what? Like I said, you know, some people, like, like, I don't know, bro. But I do agree when it comes to Jordan. I feel like, you know, he, and I think recently he has. I have been hearing 
situations where he has donated money to causes. So that's cool. But, you know, yeah, there was a time where it's like, okay, Mike, like, where are you at, nigga? Like, you got all the money. <laughs> you got us standing in line in the middle of winter for the same shoe you've been releasing for the past five years. Right. Where are you at? Hey, yeah, I I agree. I agree. It's just I guess it just comes with the responsibility and the title if you're going to wear that crown and be that big of a super a, not even a superstar, a global icon. Like we're going to see maybe at some point too when they go over I think you've seen probably the Dream Team documentary or you've seen Dream Team like footages and clips or like when they show like highlights of it. These guys go to Paris and and all these other countries and people are going crazy. Mhm. And you just you just think you're like damn like I've never and I guess like in the nineties it must have been really fucking new for like somebody to be black and like be a super be a global icon and go to these places and just be so beloved, bruh. Like I said, like this, bruh, man. And I'm not saying like before Jordan there was no superstars, of but Michael made the game global. Yes. Okay. As much as Magic Johnson, Kareem, you know. Bird and all these other greats before Michael played a part in making the game what it is today. It was Michael who made it global. Then Kobe made it even more global, okay, where his jerseys were selling out soccer jerseys in mm. Europe, which is unheard of, okay, just because we don't fuck with soccer here, it's big in Europe. And mm. his jerseys were selling more than those motherfuckers. So, you know, it's a baton race. You know, when Magic and them gave it to Mike, he ran with it. So you can't take, like like I said, like the stats and that shit is cute. It's, it's part of the argument. But what was your impact on the game? Mm. Just like with hip-hop, what was your impact on on the culture just like with bad rap what was your impact on the culture that was a great segue because like and you know what i think like a few i think maybe like a month back when we were all talking about like uh t-rex and and like how he's become as an artist now and it's just kind of cringe to see but his impact from when he was prime rex and what he, he the memories he's given us over the years is like it'll never fade our mind like we'll never forget total slaughter rex right i mean with T-Rex, it's like we will never, like, I, I hope as a culture, I know me, that we don't forget about it. See, for and we athletes, don't pay yeah. that respect. But for, right now in the new in the new era, yeah, he ain't been that nigga, period. You know why it's tough for battle rappers on, like, athletes and regular artists? It's because, like, an athlete, your body will physically sit you down. Like, you know, your body will literally put you in a position where it's like, yo, you cannot operate at this level no more. Have yeah. a seat. But as, and as an artist, you're going to have hits. You're going to have a classic album that you get to live off forever. As a battle rapper, like, you create a classic piece of content for us to watch, but you don't really get the benefits or the residuals from it. So you have no choice but to continuously keep working. You know what? That's true. You know, and I feel like that's why, you know, I think that, you know, part of what I saw from Math Hoffa's Drink Champs mm. uh, episode was, I'm happy he brought that up, was residuals. Like, because once it's all said and done, mm. like, not saying that they don't also have 
a part to play in their own destiny as far as after battle rap is over. Mm-hmm. But let's 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 be honest. A lot of these a lot of these new niggas they need battle rap to eat. So when that's done and over with, or they're not getting booked like that, they ain't got nothing. They've already spent their deposits. You know these niggas ain't they don't got no motherfucking four oh one Ks and they're not putting that shit to the side. It's like Verb said, they get a deposit and like a quarter of it's gone because they have to go buy drugs because they're depressed. Exactly. <laughs> sure. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Battle rap is in a, is always been in a tough place, and I feel like maybe now with Corona and and us being in quarantine. By the way, which I don't feel like we're gonna see a battle rap event like a big big event for like a long time. I, I don't want to be too pessimistic about it, but I think it's going to be a while before we see the big stage. But they're, they're, they're trying, man. They're, they're, they're at least trying. I'll give them that. They're trying to find ways to maneuver themselves. And a lot of artists are starting to realize, like, shit, without the league, I don't have much. And my brand itself isn't isn't conducive enough to produce anything. Like, what can I do to to survive off of my name? Like I said, man, I I know I've been saying it, but I know people have been noticing it. Like the difference between these new niggas and like the vets or like, you know, the resurgence of, you know, battlers is their brands. Like Surf can go on IG Live and get thousands of people to listen to him. Facts. Some of these new niggas, they can't, they, they can't touch a lot of people right now. They need, y'all need to start focusing on your brand. And some of them have, some of them have, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, cause like I said, once this battle rap stuff is over and you not the, the new hot nigga no more and Smack got his new hitters and his new gunners and he not booking you like that, what you gonna do? You know, I was having a conversation with JB, and he said something that really struck my nerve. I was like, wow. Like, I had to, like, pause for a second. Like, I, And it was a reality check to me, and I'm not even a battle rapper. He was like, you know, a lot of battlers that haven't been on the platform or aren't getting the opportunities they want, they come up to us with, like, these, like, outrageous demands, or they come up to us wanting things out of their, like, not necessarily pay grade, but out of their their reach and status and their brand. And they're like, well, if you don't, if you won't give it to me, I'm gonna walk away. And then URL's kind of like, we'll never lose a subscriber if you walk away. That's fine. Damn. You know, like I'm not yeah. saying they saying that, but I'm like, that's what they, that's what like, that's what URLs become. Like they become such an empire that like any of these guys walk away. Like, I mean, look, we love Geechee and Twerk, but if one of them stop battling, I, even URL could be like, ah, right, we have enough in the, we have enough in the roster where like Geechee could sit down for 18 months and we'll be fine. Man. And these are superstars. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a superstar, imagine that. I mean, damn. That's crazy, but... Right? It, it hits you too. <laughs> that's crazy, but when you think about it, it's like, damn, like... Damn, that's why it's so much... It's so important for these battle rappers to realize that their, their, their value... As well, like you have to understand what you bring to the table. Like, what are you not doing 
So when what are you what are you not doing right now so you don't even have to battle every every card? You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, cuz you're not going to be able to do this forever. So when you going to go back to the streets? You going to go back to doing some dumb shit? Like I know most of these guys want to be rappers. What you you guys <laughs> I feel like I say it all the time, but you got to know how to maneuver in this business. That's a period. fact. That's a fact. Because, like I said, it's still a stigma that battle rappers don't know how to rap. Battle rappers don't know how to make good music. You got to be more than just a battle rapper. Okay? Straight up. You got to. You have to literally or, be... You know, they going to have battle rap fans listening to your music, but that's, that's a small population in the whole genre of music. You know what's the problem with, I think, battlers? is that, like, they're, they're such, like, pay for hire, right? Where it's, like, a league pays them, they go rap, and they, they're okay with that because they're, like, I have enough of a popularity that, like, a mainstream league could book me or a smaller league could book me to generate a crowd, and I'm okay with that, that check. But they're acting like an independent contractor and not acting like an entrepreneur at that point. And, and, and that's the mindset that needs to switch, but you know what? One thing I've always, my mom has always told me, she's like, "Look, not everybody is meant to get it. <laughs> you know, some That's people, true. some people are meant to be complacent so that others can they pave the road so that others can be great." And I'm like, you know what? It is what it is, too. Look, if you don't get it after this whole lockdown is over, you're never gonna get it. We been like, but you know what? I give a lot of them credit. A lot of them have been saying they've been sitting down and writing and trying to plan like things out. Like they feel like they finally got time to just be like, okay, yeah. The, the effort, like, the effort, be, the effort is there for time. a lot of people for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was a whole. This was like a reset button for everybody, and you know, and I know leagues are making changes like the URL. Yeah, they just got norms up out of here. Mm. So you know. You know, and I'm pretty sure other other leagues are working on things behind the scenes and trying to, you know, finish the year strong and all that other stuff. But yeah, I just really hope everybody takes advantage of it. Now that, now that you touched on that, um, URL did release their uh, an official press release. CC like this is with a whole Ooh, letter. They went corporate. I was like, who the fuck wrote this shit? This sounds like some corporate shit. What a, what an entire what an entire letter for this. Uh, the Ultimate Rap League dissolved relationship with Street Star Norbs. New York, April 28, 2020. The Ultimate Rap League, the premier destination for battle rap programming, <laughs> announces the culmination of its over-decade-long uh, relationship with D. Velez, a.k.a. Street Star Norbs, effective immediately. Wow. That sounds, that sounds like the email they sent out to it's my H- job when people get fired. It's like an HR email. Um, I mean, uh, y'all got an HR department. Oh shit! Look I mean, we, we you we weren't surprised though. Mm-mm. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't surprised after the twerk situation. I knew. I was like, yeah. I didn't see Norbs and URL being in um having a business relationship at least um after this year so, and um just watching Norbs video. Saying that it's been years of him just not feeling it. 
And I feel like we all speculated that too, in a way, even though they try to play it up like, oh no, we family, we good. Which I understand, but you know, yeah, it, it's. But my thing is, is I'm not gonna be one of them corny, messy ass people and, and act like Norbs is some is this guy that just was taking up space. Like that guy, like URL has to pay him a lot of respect for helping them find the talent that they got right now. And you know he, but he made a lot of mistakes on his end. I can't say like this was unfair, you know, which I feel like in that video Norbs put out, it's like, or the IG live he was on. I'm like, but you got to take accountability too, my nigga. You was trying to fuck Torx's baby mama (laughs) while you and your wife having dinners and being cool with them. Like, my nigga, that's some slimy ass shit. Like, let's, uh, let's put into perspective of Norbs response from the letter. He says here, you might like the CC. Thank you to all the fans for all of your support, love over the past few days. I don't feel any bit of bitterness at the URL for dissolving our relationship. It's something that was best for both parties. I have enjoyed my time there, and I don't want my fans to slander them. <laughs> I'm focused. <laughs> I'm focused. I'm focused on taking care of my family at this time, dealing with the efforts of the coronavirus, as many of your families have been as well. I'm going to take some time off social media, and when I make my decision on what I'm going to do moving forward, I will let you know as soon as I know. Love you all. I want my supporters to continue to support the culture. Let's keep building for the future. Thank you for everyone, and I will definitely keep you updated on my next move. Cece, let me take you on the, let me take you to the, to the time machine. 2010, LeBron, the decision. Is this Norm's decision where he might go to King of the Dot? He might go to RBE? He might go to Queen of the Ring? No, I want to compare it to that shit because the URL <laughs> don't want his ass. That's only why he got a decision. The Cavs didn't want LeBron to leave, and he did it anyway. I hear you. I hear so, you. I hear you. But right so now, Nor- Norbs is a free agent. Norbs is a free agent. What if What if in a month from now we find out King of the Dot picks up Norbs? RBE and Norbs works together. Debo's looking like he's a more on URL than Queen of the Ring. What if Norbs finds a bunch of women and grooms them? I, it's so many different well, possibilities. Well, he did say that he wanted to go into business of his own, number one. He did say that on the IG Live. Mm. Number two, uh, what was I think what was I just thinking? I just said he went he wanted to go in business. Oh, angry fan when he did a response to the news, he said that in Norbs Facebook group that he posted a RBE battle on the page. Which a lot of people thought was weird because they're like, you've always talked shit about RBE and ARP, and now you're posting a battle of theirs saying this shit's dope. So I don't know if you're just trying to be petty, messy, or you serious. Listen, this is free agency. Something's going to happen that none of us see coming, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, just because of Norb's extensive uh, relations with like artists he's developed and picked out and given opportunities. He is talented at scouting. RBE has a bunch of talent that they haven't yet put together. I could see a world where RBE puts their differences aside and you have Rodney and, and, and Norbs collaborating to create talent for RBE. And a year from now, you'll have a whole RBE roster of guys that were like, hey, I like this guy. I like this guy. I, I like this girl. It sounds crazy, but I can envision it. It sounds messy. But at the end of the day, I mean, if y'all dissolve y'all business relationship, then you can do what the fuck you want to do. You know, P 
period. So I don't know. I mean, I will say Norbs does have a, a, a good ear for talent. And he does see potential in people that otherwise some people don't see right away. Like with Twerk, you know, that's why it was so crazy when that situation happened. But with Twerk, you know, a lot of people, first of all, with his name was like, what the fuck? Second of all, the little, you know, shaking the, the, the hand, they was like, that shit's whack. Who the fuck holds a gun like that? So people just automatically just, just zoned it out. But, you know, him... Like, well, Norbs, Jazz, and a few other people was like, no, this nigga's fire. Like, like he's fire, and every, the rest is history. So, Norbs does, and like with Chess, like, you know, I know Vada said it today, too. You know, when Chess was messing up, and he wasn't doing so well, he was choking, he wasn't performing. Like, Norbs was the main one in his corner saying, like, you know, like, trying to tell, smacking them, like, give him another chance, give him another chance. You know, if Norbs didn't, who knows what would have happened with Chess's career, you know, but Norbs played a big part in Chess's career. Like, we're not going to, I'm not going to slander that man when it comes to what he's wrong. But, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. He played a part in this as well. You know, the whole situation when he was in Ohio and got jumped by the men because he was doing bullshit with the PGs. Mm. He was accepting money underneath the table. Like... Let's let's be honest. You gotta be honest. Yeah, no, I, I I hear all that. I hear all that for sure. I mean, it's definitely a rough story. It's a cringy story to, to actually tell, and it's one that's like makes you just say to yourself, like, you get stuck in disbelief. Like, this really happened. Like, he really did that, and you almost wonder, like, if he could even come back from it. But it looks like you know he might have something in the works. Or, like he said, that this has been going on for years, so maybe he's had a plan B this entire time. I'm I'm excited to see where this ends up. You know? Well, he said he been he been um, planning for this for years. Yeah, yeah. So, and I will say this. The last event I went to was Born Legacy 8, and that's, that was in Cleveland. And it was great. That was a great, like, Norms could put on great events. Like, he shot, like, I'm telling you, he got talent. He just need to watch how he move. Like, don't don't go on no power trips. Don't be acting like you're untouchable or nothing bad can happen to you or there's no consequence for your actions. Okay? Remember that you are a married man when you out here in these streets or keep your gang tight <laughs> and act appropriate and professional around your talent. Period. There was no excuse why he was inappropriate with Twerk's baby mama. Now, I will, I, like I said, Twerk could have handled that situation better. He didn't have to post the video, and he didn't have to do it at the studio in front of Caffeine. But the punishment fit, fit the crime. He, sh- he should have beat your motherfucking ass worse than what he did. I don't care if he is with his baby mama or not. Like, some people were saying, oh, he probably be dogging his baby mama behind her back. So just because you just so just because you dog your baby mama out, that means that you just gonna let every other person disrespect your baby mama. Hell no. Let's not act like we would do that. And if you did, if you let, you, don't let me. Who I'm about to get off track? Who I'm about to get off track? I'm about to get mad. I feel my chest. I feel my chest get hot. Well, let, so let, let, me, let me let me close it out for you so you don't you don't get all hot. I see you turning up over there. Look, I, 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 will, I will say one thing: two leagues 
King of the Dot and RB, both of them suffer at capitalizing with the talent they have in front of them. That's a fact. So I know for a fact that either one of those leagues added north to their organization, they are going to have tremendous value, and we can see them going up. Uh, I mean, King of the Dodgers had South Saint. You had Saint on your IG live the other day. He was the breakout battle of the year, and I personally feel like maybe you might agree with me. I feel like Saint is mismanaged. I've been saying all last year and this year that you know whatever league utilizes him the way he needs to be utilized and give him them bags because he's going to show up they're going to profit the most from him he Mm. is an up-and-coming superstar and i've been saying that i've been saying that y'all need to give that kid some bags like for real he put in work he's good and he could be even better I, I saw you mention to him, like, you know, like, the URL names. Like, you threw chess at his at his at him, uh, a couple other names on URL. And I, will, I, I think, personally, he's a little bit of a lower competition level than, like, a chess and JC. But, I mean, I think he can at least hang. But if, well, even, if, even, if he's, even if he doesn't go to URL, king of the dot, give him the push. Give him the big names. Give him the vets. I didn't say that. It was a, it was a, a Q&A live. So, some fans were throwing out names. And I was just repeating them. <laughs> Defend yourself. Defend yourself. I can, I can hear, what the fuck? She don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Like, chill out. Chill out. Okay? Right. So, but with that, yeah, some people mentioned chess, um, franchise, mm-hmm. uh, pass, rider. And I feel like with, like, rider, that would be a good battle for him. Yeah. Like, if, if y'all don't think he's done enough for a chess or a JC, okay. All right, we'll throw a rider in there. That I'll go, go for that. I'll go for that. You know, throw an ace on me because it's like, you know, let some of these new talents, like we always say, let some of these new talents battle each other. And then whoever does great, move those people up. And eventually let them get some of these big big clay, just like with Geechee, just like with Nitty. You know what I'm saying? With Danny. With everybody. Everybody has to go through this. Hey, why are y'all stopping the process for my boy Saint? Like, I don't like that. Hey, I agree with you, CC man. Hey, CC, I don't want to take too much of your time, girl, because I know you got to get up out of here soon. And uh, it's, it's I gotta go to this fuck ass job. And it's unfortunate we couldn't have Vlad here because I know Vlad would have definitely kept us off track with a lot of amazing topics. We still would have been talking about the last thing. <laughs> he would be like, "Oh, I remember when Jordan just." Uh, got drafted. And hey, he was the number three pick. Hey, I gotta let me ask a question for Vlad. Even though he <laughs> let me ask a question for Vlad, even though he's not here to defend himself. Vlad's from the '80s, and he's very big on the pause game. But your man Dennis Rodman, with mascara, painted nails, the lip gloss, the eyeliner, and never one moment did any of the '80s guy. Oh, the '80s guys love him. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, Vlad. I can't use the word dictionary without you pausing me, but this guy can wear finger paint nails and you idolize him? What's going okay. on? Okay, I ain't gonna hold you up. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you up. Like, my daddy did not like when he came up in there wearing a wedding dress for his book signing. My daddy <laughs> was like, okay. My dad was like, he's either on coke or he's lying to us. He ain't telling us the true hell. Okay, but... There was, I mean, there was people that felt some type of way about Ramen. Like, for real. Like, a lot of people thought he was a bitch for that. 
wearing feminine clothing. You know what I'm saying? Just like with Prince, there's always some some guy that talk about Prince about how he dressed. But you know what? Them two was getting the baddest women around. Carmen, Carmen, Carmen Electra, Electra she was still, one of the baddest women. And she still look good. In the 90s and early 2000s. Carmen Electra was that bitch in, on some levels, okay? And he nabbed her. And she wanted it. And she wanted him. Hey, okay? listen, Dennis, Rod, Dennis Rodman crawled so that little Uzi and, and, and Lil Pump and all of them, they could walk and fly. Because those guys now painted hair, fingernails, and all that. Like, that's you hip- know what? That's a... <laughs> Man, and y'all little niggas with disrespect, I swear on God, y'all better start paying homage to your elders. All you young boys that wear them tight-ass jeans and feminine blouses and get your nails painted, not just manicured, but you put some color on them nails, you need to pay homage to Dennis Rodman today. Tweet to that man and thank him for being a pioneer for your punk ass life. Well, well, Prince is the first pioneer, but Dennis set it off for sure. Well, Prince wasn't. But but yeah, Prince was a singer. Like he was he was a singer. He wasn't like in the hood. He wasn't like ball playing. Like he wasn't like these guys. So in the in the, yeah. in the aggressive nature, like these guys. So, but that's why we kind of look at Rodman before we look at Prince with it. But you know, right? Because Prince, I mean, everybody loved Prince and his music. But let's let's. Be real, Prince ain't gonna be going to the hood to hang out with nobody. Dennis Rodman, he'll come, Rodman he'll, he'll pull up on his motorcycle with, with, with neon green hair. <laughs> he would. He go to North Korea to have fun with a dictator. Like this, this man don't care. He'd be like, "Oh, you fun? I'm gonna hang out with you. Shoot, I'm relatable. Hey, y'all, <laughs> what y'all eating over there? Oh man, I can't wait for episode five and six. We're gonna recap it. Hell yeah, man. We're going to recap. I'm definitely going to be watching it. I'm going to probably watch it like... I've been watching it. Every, I've been watching all the reruns. Like, I love him. I love him. I fucking love him. Oh, man. Cece, it's been a pleasure, girl. You too. You too. Have a great day at work. I'll try. <laughs> I don't be doing shit no more. I just be like, okay. I do my own shit and go home. <laughs>